Jim Brown, Book Better Leads, TJ McCormick. What's going on? Talking about TikTok and using social media to sell $1.2 million. So watch this thing. $1.2 million. Let's go. I'll, I'll take that today. All right. Keep keep going from where we uh Yeah. So, you know, roofers, and I'm going to say this generally speaking, of course, I'm probably going to piss off all of the, the branding and marketing people out there that charge you $500 a month to give you everything that you need. Um, <laughs> uh, homeowners, business owners do not want to see roofing content on your page. They want to know how they, that you're going to come help them fix it. They're going to, they want to know what you're going to do to make it easy for them. Uh, but if roofers are up on top of roofs showing videos of hail hits, it becomes monotonous. It's like every video or every picture that you take or you post as a content creation is the same as every other roofer out there. You have to make sure that you're putting uh, 100% focus into what the consumer wants and not what the roofing salesman wants. Yes. <laughs> like roofers are so hyper-focused on what they learned. And it's great that roofers learn and they, they retain information very well. Uh, but please, if you're listening to me right now, stop making roofing content about just roofing. Yeah. And don't get stuck in roofing TikTok. Roofing TikTok, right. Roofing Facebook, because right. you do create an ecosystem around you. And yep. then the people that are doing it really, really well that you see the most, like TJ, and I've honestly had a little bit of a come up here with the memes thing. Yeah. Like we're doing it because we're actually trying to get to roofers. We're talking yep. to roofers now, but if you're not talking to, if you, the most important question in marketing is who is it for? Yep. Yeah. And, I, I, I wrote this down this morning. 50% of people follow between one and four brands on TikTok. Hmm. 50%. So me and you, I'm going to follow at least four brands, maybe possibly four brands. Mm -hmm. If I, if you like me, uh, you and you follow me. You might not follow another roofer because you like me, and then that that's that's where I succeed. Just like in your market, where you might be in Dallas or Minnesota, wherever you are, uh, if you say, "Hey, Dallas, what's going on? I'm a roofer here." Now everybody relates to that Dallas. Mm. They don't relate to the roofing, but now they're going to continue to watch your content because you're in Dallas. Mm. Exactly, and I just think of. I'm pushing the marketing manager that I'm helping train right now on let's right. own that local market, the five mile famous thing. Yep. Let's get really deep in that market. Let's, let's talk about restaurants. Let's talk about things to do. Let's talk about extreme sports. Let's talk about, let's do stunts. Let's do yep. entertaining stuff. And I do see a lot of roofers starting to break into the entertaining. So I think that there's yep. clearly like a, an evolution happening here. Yep. The best social media the best roofing companies on social media are breaking into entertaining yeah you, you have to you, yeah. you can't just be stuck in the past uh 90 of marketers only market on facebook they don't market on instagram where the best brands in the industry or in the world come from right look at kylie how kylie jenner right kylie jenner's brand was based off of well her name for one but all of the times that she posted on instagram with her makeup and uh, like Instagram is a great place. Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube all have shorts, reels, uh, TikTok videos, right? They, those seven to 15 second videos are controlling the world right now. Mm. 
and people are going to need to break out and they're going to, I think they are going to, and your competitors are already there. And the problem is if you wait a year, then you're, then you, you don't get the early lead stuff. Not, it's not early anymore, but you know what I'm saying? You do, you kind of have to get time under your belt on these platforms and consistency. And so the sooner you start the journey, the better. Um, I know that you guys are going to be speaking about this more on your guys's tour. What is that called? And um, it's, it's all over the country. Just a quick plug for where people can check that out. Roofing reclaimed uh, roofing reclaimed.com R O O F I N G reclaimed R E C L A I M D E E D. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's going to be with Jen Silver, you know, one industry, one model, John Sinek from Name That Shingle, and then Matt Maholland from National Claims Institute. We're all great friends and business partners. Um, we uh, we want to we help this industry grow. Uh, like what we were talking about just before we got started uh, on this podcast today, uh, the roofing industry is one to two years behind, right? We want to push the roofing industry one to two years ahead of where we where we're supposed to be. So come out and uh, learn uh, something new. Uh, you know, we we want to make sure that people understand that they don't just need to depend on insurance company money, that they can depend on that retail money uh, or uh, or how to brand and position yourself, co-brand yourself with your company. Um, as well as uh, as uh, recruiting efforts. Uh, as you know, I'm, I've been a master recruiter for a couple of major companies such as Mad Sky and, uh, and as well as uh, Restore Masters. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest things that's helped me um, in, in the past year recruiting is social media. 100% all of my recruits came from social media. And in my own business now that I own World's Greatest Roofer Commercial Roofing Supply, uh, all of my uh, all of my consumers or my clients have come because of who I am on social media, as well as uh, organic reach through Facebook groups. Absolutely, just insanely powerful. If you're trying to get to roofers, those groups, right? And, and I think I always tell people you need to get on your local groups and be referring back and forth. So that I'm just going to keep on saying that until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. And but, speaking uh, of blue, yeah. did you know that blue? is the number one co- color in branding. Oh yeah, because it can be <laughs> these yeah. guys these guys know they're trying to do that, I'm sure, but um yeah. Yeah, yes, I'm very cuz I my background <laughs> is design, design and development, and I went through design school and so they talk about color psychology a lot. Right. You know what the least liked color on average is? Isn't it red? It's actually purple purple yeah, yeah okay red, red communicates like either anger or urgency and that's why <laughs> mcdonald's uses it All right i think yellow is warmth uh and i think like green is usually related to like the environment or freshness and that's right. like greenwashing when green. like you like get some like fruit snacks or something and it has like a leaf on it and it's like this isn't this isn't like health food but they they're kind of making it feel like health food um a color psychology is a crazy world so anyways can you give me a little bit on the branding side let's let's continue down that road um what do you think is most important right now for roofing companies branding themselves beyond the logo and stuff like that because it's hard to help with people they most people already have their logo you know 
Yeah. Um, some more, some more statistics, right? Uh, it's 0.05 milliseconds. Somebody will decide whether or not they like you or not. Right. Uh, so when, when you're branding your roofing company, um, you know, you have to come at, at your audience, the way that you would, you know, that you're going to speak to them in real life. You can't be fake on your, on your camera. You can't, uh, be somebody that you're not because people can read right through you. Uh, but uh, it typically takes, you know, five to seven times for somebody to see you for them to trust you. And now trust used to be a handshake and you speaking in person to somebody. But this right here, what we're doing is what people uh, are doing every night uh, from seven to nine p.m. at night. Uh, people are watching their phone, either Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, whatever social media that's entertaining them, Netflix. Uh, you know, I, I consider Netflix and all of those other uh, television sites now part of social media because they're they're gearing what the number one show on their platform is based off of social media. And uh, whenever I'm I'm branding or I'm teaching people to co-brand with their their salespeople, um, I want them to know that everybody is different just because you don't like me. You might like Karina, which is my soon-to-be wife, right? And Karina's beautiful. Now, people watch her for a different reason. Now, people might watch John Sinek because John Sinek is very knowledgeable about roofing shingles, right? Everybody watches somebody for a reason, um, but you have to be able to capture that follow. You have to be able to capture the like. You have to get a comment, and you need to get shares, uh, when when you're branding, uh, I'm 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 gonna just disagree with Dimitri for a moment. I love Dimitri. What's up, dude? Um, Dimitri, is I think that guy spends a lot more time creating content than consuming it. Like we right. should all take some yeah. tips from. So I don't yeah. think he'll see your disagreement. <laughs> you know, uh, Dimitri uh, said at one point over this past year that it's not about the views, it's not about the the likes, it's not about the comments. And I'm going to disagree. Like in order to get engagement, you have to have people like your stuff. You have to have them share it. And, and the people have to like you. Um, and, uh, and if people aren't watching your content, it's your content. And, it, yes. and, it, and if, it, if it's not your content, it's you. So just just be prepared. There there are are small people. There are people with disabilities out there. There are people that are different from us that are getting millions and millions of views and making millions of dollars and generated income from utilizing social media. And, and it doesn't matter as long as you you're knowledgeable about what you're speaking about, as long as you you do you present it well on camera, people will watch you and they'll buy whatever you're trying to sell them. And I think people are trying to protect themselves. Like, I think what I've realized lately that has worked and a little bit of my come up and I'm, I'm yeah. like, I know it's not the same as the world's greatest roofer, but I will say I've had my own little come up. You, hey, you're doing well, man. Hey, the roofing community loves you, Tim. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. I feel, you know, I'm not a roofer, but I feel kinship with the roofing community. I'm right. glad that I've got a little bit of resonance right now because uh, I feel most like the roofing people that I feel more like them than I do than marketing people and corporate people because sure. I've never really gotten along in that world, even though I've tried to swim in there. Right. But there's something about trying to avoid discomfort and avoid like overexposure and avoid controversy that social media 
would prefer, it feels like social media prefers that you push into that. And so okay. as I've tried to be a little bit okay with the discomfort of like haters right. and people that, and just saying something that people will disagree with, I've gotten way more exposure and just like, in a way, like we were talking about this before, like I put up a, a picture with a comment that's really mean on LinkedIn and, and I'm letting people see it more and I'm letting people see the, it's like almost like the little bit of like the 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 pimple poppers you know it's, it's basically showing the discomfort and it does the algorithm loves it because then people can either disagree like hate again if they want to because who gives a fuck go for it right or they they defend you yeah and there's a little bit of like okay i people can disagree why can't they disagree people disagree in real life yeah so why are we trying to like defend ourselves from disagreement. I'm not saying to be a hater, don't be a right. hater, but like, don't be afraid of haters and let them take, let them bring you up in the algorithm. It's okay if like, that's just hot air. Yeah. And it's like, it's pushing up your, your island, you know, in the social media sphere. Let them comment, let them comment, let yeah. them say whatever they want yeah. because because people will read that they will stay on that post longer because they're trying to consume that that comment themselves and uh, the what is it no no but no or there's no such thing as bad publicity right there's no such thing as bad publicity and one person making a bad comment on your post isn't everybody that's just a basement dweller um yeah. it's funny that you say that Let, let's talk about uh my the way I came up on TikTok, I stayed away from some things. Uh, I stayed away from religion. I stayed away from politics. I, I stayed away from social issues. Now, there's been a, a change in, in the way that uh, consumers uh, are, are reflecting that. And now consumers actually want brands to become involved in social issues. I still say you tread lightly because mm -hmm. people will try to fucking cancel you all day. <laughs> and uh where was on my podcast yesterday and yeah. i don't know which one's going to come out first i think yeah. yours might but um he's on next week i guess i'm thinking sure. i'm gonna put this out today or tomorrow to be yeah. honest with you. but um he's talking about how he did that one time and he was yeah. kind of ragging on cops a little bit or something oh, and, wow. there was a, and then a sh like there's the shooting of like a bunch of oh, cops wow. or something yeah. in dallas and like he's like that just like that cleansed me of any pretense about like trying to make, because he basically just got tore to shreds. Yep. There is a moment where whatever side you're on, if you get real, if you think you're the guy to solve all this, it might be like people say, go woke, go broke or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. not saying that. But what I am saying is like, if you're the person on either side, Right. to then resolve it for everyone. And you're going to say the final thing that makes everyone go, yeah, that guy or, is right. Or like, no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, either way, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I want to work with both of those people. Right. The, that are, you know, I don't want to, I don't know. I, right. I guess people will disagree with me on this, but. Like you, you have to, I was saying this other day, um, I went through a training on how to deal with liberals recently. And it wasn't, I went through that training just because I wanted to see what they were talking about. Right. Uh, but, but it like, look at the, look at the election. 
50% of people voted for one way and 50% voted for another. Now, if I don't understand why that consumer voted for that person and I go to their door and I'm like, yeah, Donald Trump, they're not going to fucking buy from me. Yeah. And, and you're like, I don't care if they don't buy from me or not because they don't like Trump. No, no. You need that person to buy from you. <laughs> you, you can't just live off of a, of a conservative or a liberal background. Don't, yeah, don't fuck yourself out of half your revenue. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that I live Trump. Oh, I'm, maybe I do. But, uh, but I'm just saying that I feel like this world is a bad place already. Uh, just be careful of what you say. Even though people want you to get involved in social issues, you can get involved in yeah, social yeah. issues yeah, without yeah. causing a stir. Yeah. And I, and I think it's okay if people disagree with us on yeah. this. I, but yeah, ultimately, there's a lot of uh, opportunity that people are not capitalizing on on social media. And, and like I said, you can't, you're not going to avoid this stuff entirely. Like if you just say, I'm not the social guy, because we see people that say I'm hustling in silence. Yeah. Let, let me tell what you. What do you say to that person that that's quick. not on social? And you know, Tyler Walker, Ty, Tyler Walker is Morgan Walker's husband. And Tyler is uh, one of the biggest producers in this industry. He, uh, I, uh, Tyler, if you're watching, I apologize, but I believe Tyler did 10 million for CMR this year. Um, and, uh, and he said, TJ, um, you know, I got off of social media because I'm just so busy. He's like, if I went back to social media, I might be able to sell 20 million this year, but I'm so busy with 10. And I was like, you know what? It's working for you to not be on social media. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'm having the the president of CMR on in the next few weeks too, by the oh, way. Steve? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a big one for me. I saw that come through. I'm like, yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's like kind of this, there also is this mindset that like, if I've got one thing that's working really well, I posted something on this on Facebook the other day, then this other stuff isn't real, but I see people also, let's just do some mindset stuff. Like yeah. I see people that are missing out on something big. That's sure. an opportunity. In that case, they kind of are. There's potentially like a big missed opportunity just because this is going really, really well. Right. And we all, almost are handicapped a little bit by our strengths, but you, because you can't see it, because let's say there's a rush of business coming in from this direction. It doesn't mean that there's not a second rush available from this direction. And yep. I think it's kind of like setting yourself up to be able to take as many of those flows as you can and not just assuming because you have one rush that yeah. there's not another one available. You know what I mean? I'm kind of doing this, but. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you milking a cow there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, you, yeah, that, it's exactly right. You know, uh, you have to pick and choose your battles. What's working for you? What's not working for you? Uh, but your company cannot afford not to market properly. Um, you know, when I was working with my first company in the roofing industry, which was Mad Sky, uh, Mad Sky had a strict no posting policy about Mad Sky, hmm. and uh, they wanted to market themselves only to the uh, to the insurance carriers and the consumer, and that was it. It, it did. They didn't care. Uh, what other people or the scuttlebutt talk or the haters, uh, they didn't care about anybody else, but making, uh, making good money. Now, um, you know, there were people that hated on us in the industry horribly, and it did cause us to, to be, uh, to, 
to uh, to lose some interest. Uh, but if I feel like if we would have posted on social media and given a bit of ourselves to uh, the roofing community, like we would have allowed people to make a judgment call for themselves versus all of the haters that were talking crap. Yeah. Uh, we were never defending ourselves. So yeah, you kind of got to be out there. You got to be pulling punches a little bit. Like you got to be there or you, you can't be pulling punches. Um, yeah. What does it mean to pull a punch? <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a great question or, or putting a finger on your hand. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so I saw somebody that came to us recently that works for a hundred and $50 million company that wanted to work at our company because they posted a meme on their social media and the person they, they got called into the principal's office. Oh man. Like there's a spot too, where your employees, I mean, younger employees, unless you want to pay everyone that's like, you know, OGs in the industry and you've got that kind of money, like there's a spot in your company where you're going to really alienate some younger employees. If you're not, yeah. if you're, if you can't be active or like you can't post a Will Smith meme without being in trouble, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's a, uh, I've, I've been through that. I've been through that twice um, where I was, uh, I should have been able to be the face of the company because of my presence on social media. Uh, but because of their own beliefs or, or their own feelings of how I would, be uh looked at they didn't want me to be their face uh and now we we could have done more business uh and that's just my personal perception if i would have been allowed to be on camera uh, now with the millennials or the gen z's or whatever it is right now that's out there um if you do not let them be social they will take you down <laughs> they will tell other people in your age group not to buy from you or, or, or they will turn you into the devil. <laughs> Sorry, God on good Friday, Paul. but, yeah. uh, but no, it's a, uh, it's definitely a, a crazy world out there. You have to be able to go to social media. Uh, if you're a small business, even if you're a big business, you need to be able to market, even if it's just giving quotations daily of, of, uh, of different percentages of things that you're seeing out there in the world. Like look at Elon Musk right now, Elon Musk bought what 9% of Twitter uh, and he raised their valuation almost to $44 billion just because of him being the one that wanted to buy it. He posted on, on, uh, on Twitter this morning, I heart you that got a million likes. Like it's, those types of things that people in business are doing they're maybe they're not talking about business, but they're still getting brand recognition just because of a post. Yeah. That's what I want to throw out here too, is like, you've done a lot of content on TikTok. Yep. That's Over not a thousand about videos. roofing. Yeah. Never. I mean, random stuff, never. life. Yep. And, and I've recently gotten a lot of clout in the, the Facebook roofing community because memes that don't necessarily sell our shit it doesn't yeah, yeah. the content doesn't have to sell your stuff right the content needs to spread the word about tj about yep. him about yep. hook about yep. world's greatest roofer and then then people go to your profile and look at your other stuff and you can pin stuff on tiktok you can on facebook you can put your url in the bio so people go to your page people are going to my page now just to see the memes and then they convert into a, a, a prospect. So it's just, 
there's you don't the content has to be good That's my it. uh my my page reach without posting things about uh tiktok in the past week was up fifty five thousand percent and that's not posting things about roofing. That's just posting things in general. 55,000 people saw that something I put. Actually, I have one post that I posted three days ago. It's got 190,000 views on it right now. Like, okay. even though I'm not selling roofs, I'm still selling me. And people see me. They, they Just like you're saying, they click on your website that's in your bio. Uh, and then they buy stuff from me. Like, he, here's what I want to tell people that are doing TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is right now, go to your Facebook, go to your YouTube, go to your TikTok right now and post a video and ask people, can you get on their roof right this second? People are always like, TJ, what, what are you doing? You're like, you're not the world's greatest roofer, right? And of course, I'm not the world's greatest roofer, right? I, I know that there's thousands, a hundred thousand other great people out there that do what I do. But what I do well is, is I ask for the sale. What do you mean by tell, ask him if you can get on the roof right now? Just say like, we're, we're doing roof inspections. Like, I would love to come over today kind of thing. Hey, hey TJ here. Um, I want to know how many people out there in this world. You know what? Hold on. Let's do it. I'm going to do, do it. I'm going to do a video right now, like with, with you in the background. And then I'm going to post it on TikTok. Okay. All right, let's do it. All right. Hold on. I got to clean the camera here. All right, guys, I'm live on a podcast right now. I want to know how many people out there in this world will allow me to come over to their house right now and get on their roof to do an inspection. If I can, go ahead and comment, like, share this to somebody else who might want me to come over and do a roof inspection for them. Talk to you guys soon. Take care of your roofs. <laughs> Just like that. And, and do you know that uh, when I'm on a live broadcast, uh, typically anywhere from you know, 150 to I've, I've had upwards of 200,000 people in my live broadcast. And I've said just that, hey, how many people right now can I come over to your house somewhere in the United States and get on your roof right this second? At times, I've had 50 to 100 people that have said, come over today. Mm. It, it's, it's such a strong, like, yeah. just you have to ask for the yeah. sale. And I'll say this is, Yes, I post pretty regularly. I'm trying to be, um, you know, entertaining, 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 right. and then a little bit instructional, like yeah. here's how to do it yourself, or here's like a hack or a tip or something like that. And then, yes, probably like twice a week or something, I, I do some kind of clear ask. And yeah. you should too, but you haven't earned it. To be honest, you haven't earned it. Most of you haven't earned it. Yep. Because most of you haven't done the yeah. five entertaining pieces of content for yeah. one like ask right guess how many pieces of entertaining content tj has done for <laughs> that one ask 1700 videos yeah exactly yeah. and, and it, that's a that's a 100 and uh 115 million views is what i'm at right now um and, and i had i built a brand off of social media, off of just being me, world's greatest roofer LLC would have never occurred if if I wouldn't have made some videos on TikTok. And go to go to his TikTok right now, world's greatest roofer. Check out what people are commenting 
under that video and check out just the engagement on his page in general and see what I'm going to, I'm going to pin it to the top. As soon as I post it, awesome. uh, I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to give you guys some algorithm advice right now. Yes, please. All right. Um, whenever you make a post on TikTok moving forward, I want you to pin it. If you already have three, uh, three videos pinned, take one down, pin the newest one every time. And then when somebody makes a comment, the best comment, pin that comment at the top. Why is that? Because the algorithm wants to wants to see uh, or, or when people come to your page, they're looking for that that video. They want to see when it was posted. Uh, I think it's great that TikTok doesn't allow you to see the date or the time it was posted if it's on the for you page. Yeah, you have to go to that person's page to actually see more content to see when it was posted. Got you. What about the pinned comment thing? Why do you do that? The pinned comment thing, because more interaction with that main comment uh, will bring more people to your page. The algorithm, yeah. So if people are interacting with comments, then they're going to keep coming. I did I did a video at the Mitri and somebody roasted me like hard in the comments and he pinned it. And now I think I know why, because it was probably the most likely uh, the most likely comment to just get other people commenting. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be nice. It could be the meanest comment and you can put and you can pin it. Right. It just has to be the one that's going to get people talking the most probably. Yeah, no doubt. It it's a uh, uh it's more interaction with the post by how many people are either interacting with the video itself, interacting with the video or with the comments, interacting with sharing it, um and then how many times is somebody watching it? Uh, the best thing that you could do for 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 somebody on TikTok is to when they make a post um, on uh, and you find it on the for you page or th say I call Tim I, Tim I just I just made a post would you mind uh, liking that video for me Don't go to the person's actual page to try to find that video first go to the following or go to the for you page find it there. Because the algorithm knows if somebody goes and searches my name and goes to my page and then they share it from the page, it's better to share it from the for you page than it is to share it from my personal page. Very interesting. And yep. you know, we've done that with our team because yep. we're on Slack. So sometimes I'll just pop something into the Slack and be like, go like and comment and stuff like that. Yep. That's a very interesting one. Is there anything else that's kind of like sign off with a few yep. other algorithm tips for people really trying to get into this? Yeah, um, if you're trying to gain followers quickly, uh, there, there are some people out there that will try to deter you from going out and getting actual followers from TikTok, no matter where they're from. Uh, now, they'll say, oh, I, I only want people that are interested in buying from me. Well, how do you know who actually is going to buy from you? Right. Like, I mean, if, if I make a sponsored ad on Facebook and I target certain people, then I know that that's the target market. Right. Yeah. But but on on TikTok and, and Instagram reels. Now, we were talking about your viral video that's occurring. Right. Um, Two, dude, 250,000 views. That's a lot for me, dude. I'm, that's I'm that's a quarter of a million. You're a quarter of the way there for viral. Dude, repost or uh, <laughs> definitely always take your TikToks and put them on to uh, Facebook and Instagram reels. That's my one tip. Yeah. It's a, uh, uh, what I'll say is, is that there's a lot of people who ask me how I got to a thousand followers so quickly, right? Um, because you have to have a thousand followers in order to go live. You as a social influencer 
must go live in order for people to know you, to talk with you, to, to comment on your stuff, uh, to, to gain trust in you as a brand. Um, and uh, in order to get to that thousand, what I would do is I would, I would type in in the, the search bar, uh, follow me, right? Hashtag follow me or hashtag follow. And I would go to those videos where that hashtag was posted and I would like all of the comments in those videos and people would follow me from liking all of those comments. I, I was able to get to a thousand followers within the first three weeks. Damn, yep. Yeah. And then once they follow you, you go live. And then now every time you post a video, go live for 27 minutes after you post that video. All you right. want to go, you want to go viral? You have to go live. All right. What about uh, how many times to post a day? If you uh, ideal ideal scenario. So Gary V, uh, everybody knows Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, Gary is a very smart man when it comes to algorithms. Um, and, and this is something that I've also been talking about. Uh, I would post four to six times a day. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you post four to six times a day that consumes your life. I'm posting seven to 15 second videos that hit me whenever I feel like it. Like I just did just now. That was a 19 second video uh, that I'm going to post as soon as we're done here. Um, it, it will take me less than three minutes to post. Stop worrying about transitions. Stop worrying about the wording. Stop worrying about the music in the background. Let's worry about what the content was that you just took a video of. Yeah. Because I can go to that right now and post no hashtags, no sound, uh, no context in the background of writing on it with a sticker. Now, those are great. Those are great tools, right? But your video will get picked up by the algorithm if it's a good video. Yeah. And what are the topics that you like? Okay, as a roofing company, if I'm... Yeah damn, how do I do that? Like what topics is, do I got to say something funny? Do I have to, do I have to show something cool? What are the topics? What are the topics going to be? Where should I start? If I'm, I'm struggling, like, let's say I have 20, 30, 50 videos right now, but I have, but for a day, damn, like I'm trying to figure out how to get more topics. Like what are the, where do you start with topics? Um, Literally, I mean, you know, we, we, you and I are both content creators and, and we see things differently, just like artists see things differently, right? Um, when I'm walking through a grocery store, I'll see something on a box, a gimmick, right? I'll be like, and, and then it's a mind, a thought that comes to mind. And I'll say, I need to put that thought on camera. And I do it. And then I'll post it on video. Like I did one for Red Bull, right? Um, I'm, I'm walking through the store uh, and there was a, a Red Bull slider right uh there's a it's a protector from if they fall over uh they don't fall out it's the only the only place in the store you find it is in front of rebel and uh so i made a video and other people have had that same question or the same thought and they liked the video they shared the video and the algorithm picked it up because it was just a thought that i had now if you i'm doing never know what it's gonna be so it's basically quantity and you start to get it down and then you you do you basically get nerves it's, yeah. it's a weird part about social media, but you get nerves towards yep. like, all right, I know that one did a thousand. I know that one did 10,000. I know that one did 300. So yeah. what was the principle that led to the 10,000 one? And what's one, you know, like, so then you just start to like. <laughs> I, I've, I've questioned that so many times in life. Like, yeah. what the 
I, I made this video. It was great. I had great transition. I had great lighting in the background. Look at this spin that I did. It was awesome. Yeah, and then the next video I posted uh, was a uh, was something about the the shot, right, or the jab. And uh, and then that video got six million views. And it was I was like, wait, I spent an hour working on this one. I spent twenty seconds working on this one. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's what people perceive as to be entertainment for them yeah it's just crazy and it's very interesting i'm sure i'm going to try to have you on again and yeah. uh, you know we got you know what we need to do a podcast live from one of the roofing reclaimed events me john jen and matt like we that'd be amazing absolutely dude i'd love to have you guys we're, we're going to be in minneapolis uh in a couple weeks months and uh we'd love to sit down with you guys i'll i'll come in uh to the event too i'm stoked yeah. Um, so anyways, thank you so much for being on. What should what should people go do right now if, if they wanted to either support you or uh, take a next step, maybe with some of yeah. the commercial materials or whatever? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, one of the biggest things that we, we're going through um, as an organization, World's Greatest Roofer LLC, uh, it, commercial roofing supplies, if you will. Uh, we're, we're being vetted by many major suppliers and big roof buyers, uh, big roof supply buyers. Mm -hmm. Um, we're not a, a fly-by-night company. We're not out here trying to price gouge or, uh, or actually steal money from people. Like you, you wouldn't believe how many people don't understand how the actual concept of how we get our materials is uh, and how we're able to get them faster than SRS or Beacon. Uh, and, and we'd love to sit down with you and, uh, and, and get you some roofing supplies. Worldsgreatestroofer.com, World's Greatest Roofer TikTok, The World's Greatest Roofer on Insta. And, uh, you know, uh, come and support our small family business. Uh, but mo mostly we want to teach you how to do what I did in just a year. I love that, man. And I'm just exciting to watch what you're doing. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're part of the modernization of the yeah. roofing industry. So I, I, I feel kinship. Yeah. Um, those memes coming man yeah i got it i got it. I'm, i think i'm i think i'm growing muscles around memes so i think i'll keep them coming um so, something i wanted to end off with if you don't mind is is that there's already too much drama in this industry right there's a lot of people who think that they're better than one another out there uh but if i knock on the same six stores as you do and maybe i sell one or two of those roofs you know stop being mad at what i'm doing go do it yourself. You can do the same thing that I'm doing every day out here. And it's not just me in particular. Don't be mad at the other guys that are, that are out there grinding or the hustle culture, as you call it, because there are people out there that are trying to get better in life. Um, the, the drug and alcohol problem is being addressed, uh, which has always been a major issue in this industry. Uh, and I'm looking forward to developing what I'm calling the American Contractor Association, for roofing salespeople or contracting salespeople uh, to be able to have an outlet or an avenue to be able to learn their legal rights uh, as a salesperson or a 1099, uh, be able to get health insurance, be able to get uh, you know uh, training or education that maybe their roofing company is not offering them. Uh, I feel like uh, we concentrate so often when we do these big events on just the business owner, but the business owner isn't the one that's making the business. It's the salespeople. And if you don't keep your salespeople happy, you're not going to have a brand. Mm. So don't mean to, to start end up. That might be our next podcast. We can get back <laughs> to that topic and, I'll, and, I, and 
Sure. And, and, and just know that, you know what, uh, just because you, you might see uh, some random thoughts that I post on Facebook doesn't mean that it's harsh or, or hateful towards any one individual. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I tend to speak my mind. And I think that's what people dislike about me most is that I don't mind saying what the fuck I want. Hey, I like <laughs> that. That's why you're on this podcast. Uh, podcast is put on by hookagency.com. Hook Love the hook agency. Thank you very much. Uh, Hook Agency all over social. And um, you can follow me at facebook.com slash invigorated. Just the word invigorated. Nice. It's funny, man. The memes. I've got got a meeting coming up here in a little bit. It's like a $40 million roofing company that's like, how can we, you know, like, got a really cool startup for roofers too that's that's on the come up um, that we're talking about. We'll see how that goes. But anyways, dude, thank you so much. Yeah, we'll talk again. Hey, Tim, no problem. Are you? You're not gonna hang up now, are you? No. Okay. I'm just gonna stop recording. <laughs>